Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Thursday, October 21, 2021. I apologize for my voice. It's just a severe cold, it's not COVID. Today, considering the Italian population over 12 years old, 85.84% has received at least one dose of vaccine. 81.70% is fully vaccinated, while 20.68% is the percentage of third doses received by Italians who are currently eligible. The data on vaccinations say that in Italy are every day more third doses administered than first doses. It means that there are more people who are administered the booster of those who choose to start the cycle. <clears throat> in fact, the effect of the mandatory green pass on the first doses seems to have ended. There could be a resumption if part of those who need the green pass to work and are still not vaccinated will get tired of doing three swabs a week and finally decide to get the first dose. But the time needed to reach 90% of Italians over 12 vaccinated will lengthen. We will not get there before December. There are still 2 million and 250,000 Italians to get there. On the other hand, the demand for rapid swaps continues to be high and it roughly doubled that of the period before the start of the Green Pass requirement. This increase in swaps is causing a halt in the descent of new positive cases, but this is actually good news because it helps identify infected people. The incidence of infection is still dropping. The region with the highest incidence is Trentino Alto Adige with 54 cases per 100,000 inhabitants. The best are Molise and Sardinia respectively with the 7 and 9 cases per 100,000 inhabitants. No region reaches the threshold of 10 and 15% occupancy of intensive care units and medical area. And even from the point of view of deaths, the situation in Italy has really changed since the beginning of the pandemic. At that time, we were the country with the highest number of deaths per COVID in relation to the number of inhabitants. Today, we are in 20th place in the world, with a trend in sharp decline, lower even than the United States. <coughs> A recent research shows how the ancient Pollino forests, which lie between Basilicata and Calabria and have been a UNESCO-recognized World Heritage Site since, to, since, since 2017, resist extreme events caused by the climate change, such as prolonged periods of drought and rising average temperatures, better than other ecosystems. The centuries-old trees of the Polino, despite the remarkable age ranging from 300 to 500 years, continue to show stable or even more sustained growth at higher altitudes. By continuing to grow, the trees also maintain the fundamental role of absorbing CO2 emissions, starting at an altitude of 800 meters and reaching up to 2000 meters, the researchers analyzed four species, turkey oak, white spruce, beech and loricate pine. The study compared the growth of adult trees and younger ones, discovering moreover that the latter do not show the same resistance because young plants, being more stressed by climatic change, show a sort of acceleration in growth, which is not a positive factor for these specimens. In the Polino Massif have been found some of the most long-lived trees, among which the oldest date tree in Europe, with uh, 1,235 years. Italy in demographic decline for at least six years, in 2020 also records for the first time in 20 years the highest decline in the foreign population. In a single year the country loses a total of almost 200,000 inhabitants and foreign residents decrease by more than 26,000 units, settling at just over 5 million. In 20 years, only in 2015 and 2016 there were slight declines, but significantly lower than this one. 
By contrast, the 2020 decline is the highest ever. The number of foreign employees, which has been growing steadily since 2004, will decline by 6.4% in 2020. In spite of this, 9% of Italian GDP is given by the work of foreigners for a value of 134 billion euros. Almost 30% of the added value produced by foreigners is concentrated in Lombardy, where 23% of workers without citizenship who reside in Italy work. 45% of foreign workers work in the service sector. This is followed by manufacturing, which employs 25% employs of foreigners. <clears throat> Many of you will know that between Italy and France, there is a relationship of love and hate, a healthy but strong competition between cousins. So here's where this next big bit of news gets especially sweet for Italians. French appetites may be changing when it comes to soft cheese, with Italian mozzarella outselling camembert for the first time. The Made in Italy diary produ product has ousted the typical Normandy cheese at the best selling in France, according to sales figures from January to September 2021. We conquered France. Mozzarella is the most exported Italian cheese in the world, <clears throat> with more than uh, 107,000 ton tons of exports uh, in 2020. And good news also comes from the export of Italian wine. The advancement of the anti-COVID vaccination campaign with the reopening of all restaurant activities around the world, projects that are over on made in Italy wine to record levels with a value of over 12 billion in 2021, exceeding even the results of the pre-COVID period. To drive the turnover of wine is also the leap in exports with purchases of made in Italy bottles around the world growing by plus 15%. To push the record abroad are above all the United States, the record an increase of plus 19% of exports confirming itself as the first reference market. But even in wine, like cheese, Italian success also comes from France, where made in Italy wine registered a plus 17% increase. Italy is the world leader in wine production, ahead of France and Spain, the two main international competitors. The bottles made in Italy are destined for about 70% to DOCG, DOC and IGT with the 332 wines with controlled denomination of origin, DOC, 76 wines with control and guaranteed denomination of origin, DOCG, and 111 wines with typical geographical indication, IGT, recognized in Italy. The remaining 30% is, is destined to table wines. <coughs> Per capita consumption in Italy is about 33 liters per year. The element that most characterizes the new season of Italian wine is the attention paid to the link with the territory, environmental sustainability, marketing policies, including through the use of social networks and the relationship with consumers, with young winemakers who are taking over the reins of the companies, giving an innovative turn. Italians well remember the fog that often obscured the Pianura Padana, the area that crosses from west to east the north of Italy, touching the Italian regions of Piedmont, Lombardy, Emilia-Romagna, Veneto and Friuli Venezia Giulia, causing pollution and several other problems. But things are changing. A recent study indicates that for more than 20 years the air quality in the regions of northern Italy has been improving continuously. Sulfur di dioxide, which until the 1990s made rain acidic from Turin to Venice, from Verona to Forlì, is now a distant memory. Nitrogen oxide oxides, ammonia and fine dust particles continue to decrease. The air improves, yes, <coughs> but it is not enough. A lot of work still needs to be done because European pollution targets are too often exceeded. 
it's all for now it's all for today uh, please once again apologize for my voice and uh, I'll see you next uh, Monday my name is Umberto Mucci this was with Italia News please stay safe take care and ciao from Rome